It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One just has to pick up a magazine or turn on a television to see that we, as women, are bombarded daily with media images of female physical perfection, leaving us with the most unrealistic of expectations as to how we should look. No wonder female body confidence is falling while incidents of eating disorders are on the rise. What's most alarming is the way this affects young girls. A reduced sense of self-worth can create anxiety, stress, even depression, causing relationship issues while potentially impairing academic and job performance. In direct contrast, Confidence in Bloom is designed to send the opposite message to any woman of any age, shape, or background who has ever felt inadequate, unworthy, or tossed aside because of how she looks. You matter. You are enough now. I, Tina Scolatini, a woman of substance, insist that women deserve to be happy, confident, successful, not to mention so totally in love with themselves in their own bodies just the way they are. Through an ongoing series of intriguing conversations with women from all walks of life who are all extraordinary in their own right, I will take us on a journey of ultimate self-acceptance and empowerment. Together we'll share the stories, laugh, learn, maybe even shed a few tears when you realize how far many women have come to realize just how wonderful life is when you stand in your own power, feeling fantastic in your own skin. Today, Brenda Pierce is my guest here on Confidence in Bloom. And Brenda Pierce is a transformational health and wellness expert, author, broadcaster, and former frontline RN. She has developed her three-part theory to swell mastery and believes in integrative approaches to wellness and well-being. She is a Reiki master and certified hypnotist. She hails from Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Brenda. Well, thank you so very much, Christina. And Confidence in Bloom is such a beautiful platform to um, springboard here with some good messaging. And thank you for having me as your guest. And thank you, audience, for listening. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Tell us a little bit more about your new, I guess, I want to say new job. Uh, you, you sort of, um, you say former frontline RN. So I'm assuming that that means mm-hmm. just recent changes. So tell yes, us exactly yes. what you do now. Yes. So um, actually, just before Christmas, I resigned from the College of Nurses of Ontario as a practicing RN of 39 years. So um, I've seen a lot of life come into the world and leave the world. And I've learned a lot along the way. And along the way, I also learned about integrative approaches to health and wellness, which are not part of the prescription pad or the physician's pills and procedures, but really a complement to what um, wellness is, body, mind, and spirit. And so I'm, I'm blessed now, um, and I just got my confidence in bloom to step away from that all and to create my own practice in, as an integrative health practitioner um, in a local clinic offering, um, among many things, um, body, mind, and spirit approaches such as 
uh, Reiki um, and Hypno Reiki, which is something I've uh, created and combined together, along with Ionic Foot Cleanse to detoxify, and Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy, which is a healthy way to also detoxify with biofeedback and far infrared and regenerate ourselves in a new and regenerative process that is in a healthy manner as opposed to the decaying manner that we oftentimes associate with aging. And um, I'm excited to share that. Um, I'm getting back on the speaking circuit as well with um, with all this new information. And like you shared, I've, I've created a three-part theory to self-mastery, which I hope to be um, publishing in a book uh, very, very soon. So that's, uh, you know, um, even though I'm, I'm now 60, I, it's never too late to recreate yourself or to reimagine where your life can go so that the best of life can be the rest of your life. And that's it. Well, for sure. And like you said, you have 39 years of nursing behind you. You've seen many lives come new and leave. So you have, yeah. like, you have the experience that not many have, right? I mean, you can, you can take the experience that you've lived now and create something new, and well, which is what you've done. Absolutely. I believe that holistically because, um, you know, through my career, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, women in particular. So uh, we, um, we share so much from our heart, our mind, our body, and our spirit that oftentimes by the time we get to 60 or 65 or wherever we decide to um, settle down and retire or embrace the next phase of life, we're burnt out. We've given everything up. We're in adrenal fatigue and you know, oftentimes people, women in particular, who've given their whole life, their whole career, really don't have much life or enjoyment or don't even imagine that there is a life after the career. And I want to really bust that block right down, right here, right now. Good for you. Yes, let's hear it. I want you to just tell us, you know, these women that are, I know my mom, she's in her 70s now, but she she's burned out. Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. want more. And I know, like, there has to be more, right? There has to be more to life than feeling. Absolutely. Um, Okay, and we see that all around us now. Now here in Canada, we have made uh, medical-assisted induced dying, death, and uh, we see the suicide rates are up. We see burnout, depression, anxiety are at an all-time high. And, of course, the last couple of years have not done anything to help us in that way. And lots of times when people get um, to that age or stage where, you know, um, their life force feels like it's dwindling, it's a scary place to be. And I think I've been there a few times along the career and along, you know, long relationships and and different things. And, And it's said that we have these points in our life that could be possible checkout points. But, um, the thing is though, when you're in that space, it feels awful. You feel really like disconnected from the life force and living and, um, you know, embracing a future or embracing life or not even seeing yourself against the next year or so. But I'm here to tell you that there's so much out there that if you um, basically offer up that prayer to the universe, to God, to whomever it is that you believe is the ultimate being in, in creation, um, there is an answer. And 
sometimes the answer is not immediate. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it is just that we need to um, reach that fork in the road and instead of standing in stagnation, make a choice. And when we make a choice, energy flows. It's when we stay stagnant and stuck and we feel that all is done and all is gloom and doom that 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 becomes our reality. And I honestly believe, and I've seen, you know, many people leaving the world's plane at the bedside, and I've seen people who were ready and were accepting, and it was peaceful and joyous, and I've seen people that fought it. It was as if it was like the ultimate joke that they're not ready to leave yet. And, you know, cemeteries are full of unrequited dreams and and lives that have, um, you know, weren't maybe dreams fulfilled. And I really believe, and I, and I, about 10 years ago, there was a doctor, uh, no, Burke Goldman, and he was in his late 80s, and he became a millionaire for the first time. Now, this isn't all about being, you know, rich or financially, whatever, but it's being fulfilled. And he found something that helped him at that age. He, it was an answer to prayer. He was looking for a way to have purpose and help others to succeed and, and he was rewarded by his efforts. And he could not believe, and he started in his mid-80s, a speaking circuit where he was going around sharing the good news that, you know, life is is, is full of opportunity right up into our, our last moment of breath. And it's all about living well, I believe, is dying well. And I think that from what I could see, too, that, when a person feels fulfilled right up until their last breath, there is less pain, there's less discomfort, there's more ease, there's more grace. There's also um, noted um, when you in, live a more empowered life, the endorphins and flow of life force energy in your body is enhanced and it reduces the risk of chronic disease. And I want to debunk the fact that um, um, you know, the perceived ageism is um, an accepted norm. It isn't, really. And that there are many things out there today that um, help you to have healthy and, um, uh, glutathione levels, which help you to, um, you know, look and feel better, age better. Um, there are technologies out there that will help you to feel better, reduce pain, reduce inflammation, improve circulation. Um, there are so many things are out there today that are meant to our betterment and um, and that we can really kick ageism to the curb. And it's all about being aware, being open, being willing to edu- be educated and, um, you know, and look for opportunities that are out there today. Right. And yeah, there, there's so much. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. So all these things that you were just speaking of that are, um, you know, sort of fighting age, I guess, is, is a good way of explaining it. Are they like natural, holistic processes? Yes. Or are they just taking pills and, you know, just adding more to the body? No, no. Um I can tell you about my nursing years where I was working uh, the last um, several years. Um, I have had a quite an exciting and varied career working the front line in hospital, um, hospice, uh, long-term care. I've taught in colleges. I've worked for governmental agencies through my career. And, um, and I've come and 
what really upsets me is and and it's is that the model is that of the allopathic um way which is our western medicine i worked in long term care and i saw where i had to scrunch and mush and and crush and mix in applesauce 17 18 different medications and the and have to shovel it into people day in and day out and they just were like you know i've no i've had enough what I'm talking about are things like biofield therapy, um, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, which is Tesla technology, which was developed by NASA to help people to go into space by replicating the Earth's magnetic field. And this technology is available here on Earth. So you can imagine um, we as people, we wear um, insulated sold shoes, rubberized sold shoes. We drive insulated cars with tires. Uh, we walk on concrete and man-made materials, and we don't spend much time in the Earth's magnetic field, which is, is the healthy resonance, which helps us to heal and recharge and regroup ourselves. So you can imagine that when we're feeling um, um, insulated against the Earth, that um, that our body starts to break down more rapidly. We also eat a lot of processed foods, and it's important for us to look at the variety of what is offered in the periphery of the of the um, uh, grocery stores as opposed to the aisles, and really look at what we're drinking, um, alkalinized water, and getting yourself more in a pH of um, alkaline state helps to resist and break down um, the risk factors of um, a lot of disease processes. Sugar. Um, reducing our sugar intake, and that can include carbohydrates and processed foods and starches, and looking at more organic sweetness if we need to have something in our um, can help us to really break down things like insulin resistance so that we don't fall prey to the uh, prevalence of of the diabetes pandemic that's happening. Um, getting our weight under control with um, you know various various aspects that are not not intending to spend hours on a treadmill and um, hours of exercise and not seeing any results. Um, Biofield therapy can, well, like I say, Reiki as well, which is one of my specialties, works to break through the pain, fear, anxiety triangle that a lot of people exist in. And even just raising your vibrational set point to a a higher, higher grid on the scale of consciousness can change everything. I combine hypnosis as well, the positive um, getting yourself into the uh, relaxed subconscious state and allowing yourself to be open to positive suggestion that can actually help to break through some of the um, uh, body talk that we're using that isn't to our positive and best good can help so much in terms of creating a Better, better positive image for ourselves and better sense of well-being. So there's so much that is beyond the pills and potions and procedures of the physician's pad and um, are open for us to explore. And I thank God every day that I found Reiki, oh, it was about 21 years ago in the hospital I was working in at the time. We had a uh, a nurse who was working on her master's degree in palliative care, and she was into um, how Reiki and, uh, can um, help people break through pain, fear, and stress. And she was working with a number of us who were on staff in various disciplines. 
And we were participants in a, oh, I think it was a 12-week trial. And during that time, she was tracking um, parameters that she had us grade ourselves on pre and post uh, Reiki session. And there was an appreciable depreci- um, uh, decline in all parameters. And she used that to go on and, um, and quantitatively show that what is considered kind of like unseen and woo stuff actually has science and value and, um, you know, uh, a value in our medical system. And, um, you know, so that was my first introduction. I had never heard of any of this stuff until that day that I stumbled on on this at work. And I thank every day ever since. It's been a, a game changer for sure. So I'm going to ask you, and you don't have to tell me if you can't or if you don't want to, but did you use Reiki then on, on patients in the hospital? Yes, I did. <laughs> And I got my hand slapped because I actually helped um, uh, in um, I I um, in the hospital situation. I was able to go back and volunteer and give Reiki sessions to staff members, and that was a, a great thing. And we were actually working on um, creating a palliative care program, which included Reiki. But some of the players, um, the stakeholders in it, were. Um, a little um, not as bought into the process as some of the management were, and and so that actually fell apart. But I can tell you that the Princess Margaret Hospital has two full-time Reiki practitioners in Toronto who um, help with, and and, uh, that hospital has a lot of women that are coming in for cancer treatments and things like that. Um, It's a cancer center, and, and very prominently so. Uh, what happened for me was um, I remember working in one long-term care facility, and I'll share this because it's, it's, it has value and merit, and if there's any healthcare professionals out there, um, this is important for people to know. What I did was I had a lady who was mute. She had a stroke. Uh, she was having chest pain. She was being treated with um, uh, cardiotonics and things like that, but was having chest pain and couldn't express it, but you could see it in her face. And I was able to, I, I explained what Reiki was to her. She nodded. She had the wherewithal that even though she couldn't speak, she knew what was going on. She nodded. She agreed. I did it. And her chest pain went away. And, and you could see it appreciably change on her face. And she was able to indicate. But the problem was I charted it. And I got in trouble with my superiors because I charted something that was not um, prescribed by a physician. And nor was um, uh, replicatable by the other staff members was what I was told was the complaint against me for doing it. They were happy that the lady was, was feeling better. But this is where our medical system really needs to um, change. And although there's um, yes words to, yeah, 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 about Reiki and, and biofield therapy and things like that, um, there needs to be more appreciation of nurses and health professionals that can provide the service and more education. Like I say, medical uh, doctors get maybe four hours of nutrition training in their four years of medical school. So, um, you know, it's necessary that um, healthcare professionals and physicians have a greater awareness of what is out there and what is really a natural way of being because the universal life is all around us. There are nursing homes that do offer um, uh, Reiki as part of their their services that they provide. Uh, 
but it's oftentimes by people who come in and volunteer. And and that's all great. But if something has value, it needs to be raised and elevated in our system today. I agree. I agree. And and we're 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 in a world now where there's so much I find like everyone you know has had or is having some kind of um natural therapy being done, right? Or they're mm. they're following Chinese medicine or um Ayurveda, like all these natural holistic um tendencies and they're and the medical system is, is going to fall behind. They're going to, like, they have to come up with something where we can join the two systems, I think, in exactly. my opinion, anyway. Right? I mean, exactly you said it yourself. True. I mean, you got, your, you got your hand slapped, but you did that patient some good, right? I mean, you were able mm-hmm. to help her. And they have to, they have to acknowledge that, right? Because in the end, we're all looking for the same outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you're right on. You're spot on with that. And it's true. There's there, you know, there is now a two tier medical system. There is the naturopathic and the and the, you know, and the allopathic and, um, you know, and and people are going, they're shopping, they're consumers. We're going in between both worlds and and. you know, and when one system kind of lets us down, we, we search for other things and, and other therapists and, and that. So there really is a two-tier medical system, even though here in Canada we have universal health. But we're in a real mess in our universal health system. There's backups and, you know, and, and a lot of people are falling through the cracks. And, um, you know, and there's a lot of side effects to medications, let's face it. You know, what works for one person may not work for another, and then we get into addictions and we get into, um, you know, where, where, you know, people feel that it's a one-size-fits-all and, and they're not happy with that. So we really do need to be more appreciative and more open and and more embracing, for sure. Absolutely. And then, I mean, I know you're not the only nurse that I've spoken with that has left the nursing world and gone into a more holistic um, center, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're all, yeah. everyone is sort of becoming more aware of what is out there and what works better. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah, sure you absolutely. can see it. Yeah. You know, I mean, absolutely. You like your whole, like your whole, you know, all your grown up life as a nurse, I'm assuming. I mean, you're not that old. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, <laughs> yes. You you've seen it. You've seen the changes in the medical system alone, and now you're seeing it where we're you know people are like you said they're shopping and they're finding the natural way is it takes longer but it's better, right? Absolutely. So what happened is a couple of years back there are some nurses that left uh, the nursing business and and. Um, um, create something called the Canadian Frontline Nurses. And um, they're advocates for, and a lot of nurses who have left for one reason or another during the mass exodus um, ha- have really come together and are looking and are are transforming their careers and their knowledge. Because if we stay in the system, we get uh, punished for many, you know, for our thoughts and our, our alternative views and yet um, are coming together to create an alternative medical system. And there's various various attempts at that throughout. But it's, um, you know, and, and whether it be holistic nutrition, because food be thy medicine, my goodness. 
um, you know, uh, our our medical system really has to embrace these changes or fall behind. And and who gets hurt is Joe Public, you know, because right. they're they're they don't know they have options lots of times, or they don't know what to ask their physician. You know, it right. it comes right down to that. And even if they do know what to ask the physician, if you're going in a natural um, direction, a lot of times these doctors don't really know how to answer them or they don't believe in them, right? They don't believe in the natural, right. the natural path. Yeah, that's, that's what I've learned in my experience. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, and, and people complain about that with me often, you know, saying that the medical system is not on the same page as the, you know, the natural path and the natural doctors. That's right. Um, I want to well, go back a little bit and ask you yeah. about that. I can't remember what you call it. Bio, bio, uh, bio, uh, bio field energy, which bio is field anything energy. that. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So that's like you're. That's like natural. Like that's like the world. Like that's like walking on the earth with bare feet. Am I right? Um, no, actually. Uh, oh, you mean the pulsed electromagnetic field therapy? That one yeah. is, um, yes. So this is cutting-edge technology that was developed by NASA using Tesla technology because when um, what happened was way back when the first man finally volunteered to go into orbit around the Earth, um, he did so, he should have come back and been a real hero, but when he broke the Earth's resonance, what happened was he, he came back a broken man. He developed um, inflammatory processes, heart disease, a lot of pain, and ended up being an alcoholic and dying young. Um, I think he took his own life even. He was a Russian cosmonaut. And um, and that prompted people to where he should have been a celebrated hero. He was a broken man. So what happened was NASA was looking at sending their people into space. And, and um, there was already a lot of education study, but they hadn't done it with an actual human to see what happened. And so breaking the Earth's magnetic field and, and going into the inner outer space and, and all that sort of thing really has detriment. Because you remember when we break away from the Earth's magnetic field, there is space and there's, um, you know, there's weightlessness and, and all this sort of thing going on. So here on Earth, we really do need to be more um, in sync with the Earth's resonance. They call it just Schumann, Schumann resonance. resonance. And um, there's been a lot of studies through the years where people have gone down into the earth, um, like a mile down. There was college students going down, and they broke the magnetic resonance as well, and they had within sleep disturbances and headaches and uh, not doing well. And um, so this magnetic resonance, which is what we really need to be reconnected with, is not to be assumed that we, just because we live on on the earth, that we are in the resonance that helps us. And more today, too, like if, if you think about people's um, um, sleep disturbances and hormone dysfunctions and uh, fatigue and depression, anxiety, it's oftentimes that we are just not grounded enough. And so that's really important. And one of the things, even with um, biofield therapies like Reiki and therapeutic touch and all this sort of thing, grounding is very important as a part of the process. And so, um, you know, so grounding um, is is really key to to living a, a very much more happy and fulfilled life. Right, which is where like meditation can come in extremely handy. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have like so many like secrets up your sleeve. I like <laughs> I'm 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 so like intrigued to know. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm intrigued to know how it all works together, right? And like mm-hmm. you know, like a, a before and after would be you know super extremely exciting to learn. Um, do you have Do you have a patient that you could talk about? I mean, I obviously you know, not names or anything, but where you've yeah. seen her or him at the very, like, rock bottom and is now, you know, flying through the clouds kind of thing. Absolutely. I just actually got a beautiful testimonial. Let me find it today. Um, yes, yeah, so the background on this gal is she came in for a hypno-reiki session. So it's um, hypnosis and guided imagery and um, I asked them always what their magic wand wish is and so she gave me her wish that she wanted um, to uh, be relieved of her sugar cravings because she was having some physical effects and she was having adrenal fatigue she's a mother she is a massage therapist and and so one of us nurturing people that gives and gives and gives and gives and she was very depleted. And when she came in and I started to connect with her energy fields and, and that sort of thing, I could see that her auric field was really collapsed against her. It was very dark. And um, and so we did the hypnosis and guided her in through, um, you know, reducing her cravings and imagining what um, a beautiful, fulfilled and healthy life would be. I did a healing vortex on her where I, I energetically help to clean her from the inside out and make her cells nice and fresh and clean and, and um, alive and able to assimilate nutrients and and that sort of thing. And then we did Reiki to just kind of give her that calm, that grace, that breakthrough, that pain, fear, anxiety triangle I talked about and ground her. And so that was actually on Monday. And this morning she says, good morning, Brenda. Hope you have a wonderful day. I had two successful nights of no snacking and days without veering off my meal plan. No cravings. It's feeling amazing and I'm much happier. Thank you. And so that was like a wonderful way to start my day today. And so happy that you asked. I get to share. Right. And that, and that is a celebration, right? That You need to celebrate that because without you, it would have taken her so much more inner work to find that. That is yeah. awesome. I love Isn't it? that. Oh. Ah, yeah. You know, those God especially moments, right, that you take a deep yeah. breath. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, and especially, like, being, you know, a mom of young kids, I'm sure she's, like, so grateful, right, because now she has the energy mm-hmm. to get through the day with these kids because I remember what it was like. It's a tough day some days, right? Oh, that's so awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy Thank to hear you. that. I'm so Thank glad you. that you met, you chatted with me today, Brenda. We've had this was so incredible, and I I know that you have tons of knowledge, and I would I would be you know super super intrigued to hear more. Maybe we might have oh, to have a, awesome. a second show, and we'll you know learn a little bit more about all you do because it sounds like there's lots under your in your sleeves there. There is, and I I thank you so much for the opportunity. And what we could do maybe um, sometime is set up a Zoom where I can do hypnosis in the group and and do Reiki and and help everybody to have an experience where they feel this this enriched enlivenedness. Oh, that would be incredible. 
That would be incredible. Um, so I know that you have um, a radio and a TV show of your own, and you're mm-hmm. you're an author. So why don't you tell us maybe a little bit about what kinds of things you share in your books and your on your shows? Absolutely, thank you. So um, I've been able to contribute to several books through the years, and uh, but one deep heartfelt passion and, and um, uh, was always to share and help people who with child loss. I lost one of my twin sons, which were my first birth. And um, in a few years back, 10 years ago, I met up with, um, through one of our book projects, a Dr. Sue Dink, and she's a clinical psychologist from Chicago, who I found out during a, a retreat that we were on that she also lost a baby. And so it had always been in our hearts to put a book out. So we did, and it took 10 years to get the book out. But um, last year in um, May, we launched The Secret Child, Life After Loss, and it contains the stories of um, of 14 women and, and one man who share about their loss, and some of them are multiple losses, uh, of their children, um, their sons and daughters, um, right up into their young 20s, and uh, from various ways and means. And they, the whole premise is, is to help not only to heal the people that share their story, because oftentimes we, we hold that so close in the inner sanctum, and, and, and child loss is one of the most devastating things you can ever experience. And it really colors our life going forward. And so the whole idea behind the book was also to share this legacy of our children, how our lives have changed because of our child and and the event that happened. And for some parents it is, it's getting out there writing and broadcasting and helping other people that way or supporting charities and causes or creating foundations um, in the name of our children and inspired by our children because um, our children never meant to hurt us. And and that is one of the first biggest things is that parents need to know and that they're not alone and that for everything that happens, there is a reason and a season. And uh, so the book is definitely there and people can connect um, through um, my link tree to the website for the book. And um, link tree is um, uh, link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot, ee forward slash Brenda Pierce, and all my links are there. Um, the TV show link is there as well. For seven years, I, I did uh, local access TV in Oxford County where I live, and um, Oxford and Empowered was is the show. And it's all about helping, again, this whole mission of helping people to be empowered with good knowledge and information and bringing to them the people in our area that can help make that happen. And um, I'm starting a new podcast series called The Silver Threads Club. And again, it's all about inspiring and empowering people in their silver years, silver lining in life to live their best life moving forward. And all those links are on the link tree. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, that book, I've, I've seen the book. I, like on, I looked it up on your website and everything. It looks amazing. And my heart goes out to all those parents that you and all those parents that had to lose a child. I cannot imagine, imagine at all how that would feel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so so very much. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, well, thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure. 
Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to hear today from you? Um, I think that we covered a lot in a very, very short time. And, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot to digest here. So I, I think I'll let that be. And uh, if anybody has wants to reach out, they can do so through through the link tree and and uh, the websites there. And, and, uh, and if there's any questions or anything I can do of be of service for anyone, I'm happy to be there for you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest, <clears throat> excuse me, here on Confidence and Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at infobloomstyling or by email at cspolatini at shaw.ca or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.